great still ride along with Geralt of Rivia. Along came this song. They came after me with masterful deceit, broke down my loot, and they kicked in my teeth. While the devil's horns minced our tender meat, and so cried the witcher, he can't be bleed. Toss a coin to your witcher, oh valley of plenty, oh valley of plenty, oh. Toss a coin to your witcher, oh valley of plenty. Alrighty, welcome ladies and gentlemen to another edition of Two Guys Drinking. I'm Dennis. I'm Rob. And what are we listening to, Rob? <laughs> That's a coin to your witcher. It's pretty cool. I haven't heard this. Is this from the show? Yes, it is. Is this the intro or is this just... Yeah, I, well, it's a song the Bard sang. Okay. He's a good character on it. Alright. Might have just piqued my interest a little bit. As uh, all okay, I'll say this. We'll uh, go ahead and thank uh, Screen I, Discourse I, first. <laughs> As always, we want to thank ScreenDiscourse.com for providing the hosting for our podcast. Thanks, Screen Discourse, as always. Thank you. Thanks, Wade. Um, okay, you haven't watched the series. No. Uh, this... <laughs> Remember how we kept tearing apart Rise of Skywalker, but then going, yo, really, we liked it? Yeah. Okay. If you can make it past episode three, you'll <laughs> like You'll like this show. All right. We'll put that on a poster. <laughs> as soon as it, like, quit trying to be, like, Game of Thrones with slightly less nudity. Did, did we talk about the Entertainment Weekly review of The Witcher? No. I don't know if we did or not. Like... Uh, everybody was going off on Twitter about Entertainment Weekly's review of The Witcher, mainly because not only let me start over, not only because it gave it a bad review, but the person that was reviewing it flat out said that they didn't watch it. <laughs> that like, does not surprise me. They were like, oh, "We started out on episode five, and then we just gave up, and and this is why we didn't like it." And I was like, "Well, how can you rate something if you?" Didn't watch it. Well, that's part of why people just do things for clickbaits anymore, and nobody really pays attention to critics. I know that there are certain people who try to tank certain shows and movies, but when was the last time you could look at Rotten Tomatoes and had the audience score and the critic score be the same? Yeah. You don't. All right, critics suck. I mean, I think with... Well, Certain movies, all, there there's a, a correlation. Like I, I think Frozen was pretty even, as far as the critics and the uh, and and the uh, the moviegoers, the fans. But it just yeah, it, I I agree with you. Like I, everybody said, Doolittle was gonna fail. That it sucked. Like IGN gave it a three. Mm-hmm. They said it was horrible. And it ended up making, I think, about $20 million, $22 million this weekend, which is uh, not too bad, considering it got horrible reviews. Well, like I said, I, I, more and more people just don't care about critics. I wonder if they ever really did. They're just back in the day, you had, like, Cisco and Ebert on TV, and mm-hmm. nobody could send anything to them saying, hey, fuck you, you're wrong. Starting to wonder when did I stop really caring about the critics and what they had to say. I honestly never did. I mean, a part of like I still look at the review, like I just look at the score. I'll, I'll read a couple of sentences here and there. Like I don't really give much into the, unless it's a movie that I don't know about. And I'm like, okay, let me see what they have to say or stuff like that. But like I think it was when I saw the reviews for. Batman v Superman. 
I was just like, oh, okay. They're saying it sucks. They can, how can it suck? And well, then it, okay, sometimes I get it right. Yeah, that it did suck. And I was like, oh, that's how it sucks. And and then, you know, recently with the last, I almost said the last Jedi, uh, <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. No, yeah, honestly, let's be real. You could put the last trilogy. Yeah. Because depending on who you are, you hated each different film slightly differently. Mm-hmm. But I just, I, I think it was even more so with that. And, and the one that a lot of my coworkers bring up is the Dave Chappelle special on Netflix getting, I think it was like less than 10% on Rotten Tomatoes from the critics and 99% from the viewers. That was a good special. So it's like, what what did like? I guess what defines a critic nowadays? Oh, well, honestly, everybody's a critic now. I know, but in Rotten Tomatoes' eyes, what defines technically a critic? we're critics. Like, there's this guy I watch, and he says. I'm not a critic. I'm a pundit, and I—I I, I guess I never looked it up. But like, do you Fancy know the critic. difference, or is there a difference? I guess is my question. Well, of course I know that answer, Dennis. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, just give me a second here. I, I don't know. Anyway, I just, I just... Uh, like back in the day, there were the newspaper critics, right? Yeah, and that was the way that people. I thought the pundits were the political ones, like. I, I just think pundit is like a general term, and I think it's associated... An expert in a particular subject or field. Is a pundit? Yeah. It's frequently called on to give an opinion. Okay. And a critic, we know, is just somebody who's going to give you their opinion, but not necessarily an expert? Is that fair to say? Sure. All right. I just... I guess I try to find outlets that align with my likes and dislikes and try to see what they feel like. Uh, back to the guy that I was saying is a pundit. He didn't like Rise of Skywalker, but he said up front, I know a lot of people are going to like it, but he, this is why I didn't like it. That's fine, but I just want to remind everybody, they really didn't have much choice after Last Jedi. What I'm saying is, I'm not just trying to. I'm not trying to actually go on about Last Jedi. I'm not trying to relitigate. J.J. Abrams' thing was this: I'm trying to use this last film to tie in everything. Yeah, all nine movies. I'm trying to have it all together. Uh Which you would have thought they would have done (laughs) from the first one with the Force Awakens, but no, they waited till now to try to do that. And that's the problem. But, I mean, yeah, he, he tried to put them all together. I wish he had done a better job of it, but I understood what he was saying and trying to do. Yeah. But what I... <laughs> Got right into Star Wars again. I want to talk about The Witcher. <laughs> <laughs> what I was trying to say is... I don't even know what I'm trying to say anymore. So it did kind of blow my mind because, like, I don't want to give too much away, but I don't remember seeing disabled people have sex before in a film or show. Wait, what? Like, what like kind with of nudity? You know, well, she's got disabled? a hunchback thing oh. going on, Quasimodo chick, and so nobody had to prop a pillow under her. She, well, she already had her hump. All right, well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, you normally don't see that. Yeah. I mean, unless you specifically search for it. Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm talking in a a film or movie. (laughs) It's like that stupid joke. Uh, It's the uh, checking into your hotel. Is the porn disabled in my room? No, it's regular porn. You sick bastard. Right. Anyway, before we go any further, I gotta ask, what are we drinking? Uh, chocolate wine. What? I don't. My wife's friend had. They didn't finish it, and I don't want it sitting in my 
damn fridge. And yeah, finest red wine with dark chocolate. So it's red wine with dark chocolate? Yeah. Uh, all right. I'll give it a shot here. How come I get just a regular cup and you get a Marvel Comics? Because it's got an R for Rob. There, are there no other? There are no Ds. There's Js and like other letters, but no Ds. I'm saying there was no other gimmick cups that you could have brought out for me, the generic gimmick cups that didn't have any specific letters? Well, there's a Walking Dead cups, but I mean, you don't. Well, I care for that show, so. Yeah, it is a comic book show, but anyway, all right. I'm going right. to try this chocolate milk. I'm going to watch wine. you and see what you do and decide if I'm actually drinking this. The smell's a little weird. It's like. It's like. It's like, cake, like chocolate cake ish, but with like uh, some kind of filling. Like the filling you would find in chocolate. Just candy. drink oh, it, Jesus. damn it. <clears throat> eh, it's not bad. <laughs> A little strong. Hmm? It's okay. Yeah. It's actually not as bad oh. as I thought it would be. It's kind of like The Witcher. You got to get past that episode. <laughs> Very well, just they, they time jump a lot with it, you know, and you know they're doing it, but it's kind of aggravating at this point uh-huh. how often these shows do that shit. Yeah. <clears throat> the only thing about the, what was it, Trevor Collins or whoever was originally going to do the last Star Wars movie? It's funny you mention that because uh, I think it was either this week or last week, the Supposedly, his script yeah, got leaked. That's why I'm mentioning it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you Did you read it? Um, I caught bits and pieces. I didn't really read it. Read it, but I I really wish they had had Luke haunting Kylo Ren. Yeah, I read the bullet points, and I I was like, this actually sounded kind of better. Yeah. I, well, one, it would have given Luke something to do, considering you know. Yeah. He's actually the only fucking Skywalker that was around. I just, I was like, I can't believe we're back on Star Wars. Really? You can't believe that? (laughs) Like, Kylo was supposed to be the bad guy, and then he stopped being the bad guy. Because somebody else was the bad guy that came back, who was the original bad guy that we thought was dead. Yes, when you get thrown down the the shaft and the thing that's exploding. You've heard me go on enough about that. Yes, yes. Then again, you know, they brought Darth Maul back. And he was cut in half and fell down the shaft. Literally. I guess if you want to... It's pretty safe to fall down a shaft in the Star Wars universe. I was going to say, yeah, if you want to survive, just fall down a shaft. Really? I just... I don't know, like, it sounds weird because those movies did make a lot of money. I know after The Force Awakens, it trailed off as it went down, but they still made a lot of money. Can you really call something that's going to hit a billion dollars a failure? I mean, <laughs> I wish I could fail like that. That's uh, all I'm saying. I mean, you've been calling the last Jedi a failure for quite some time, and it- well, no, I said it sucked. I never, <laughs> I, I admitted it made money. <laughs> Did you ever watch Mandalorian? No, I'm not gonna. Uh, and just fall in love with Star Wars again, man. Come back, come back, Rob. I actually watched the original trilogy with my daughter recently. Which one? Uh, all three. Uh, it was actually on TV, one of those TBS things or whatever. They, they <laughs> did one of those marathons. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it was like after Jedi, they put Force Awakened on it. She's like, we're going to watch this one too? I'm like, nah, I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. Uh, that's good stuff. Yes. I. 
I just meant I understood what JJ was saying. I just wish she had done a better job. He's like, I'm bringing it all to an end. All of it. All nine. <laughs> Here I go. It's coming all to a screeching <laughs> halt. <laughs> well, for now. So You never know. They might decide six, seven years from now. You know, when Kylo touched Ray's belly, because they have that thing, what he did is he, he, he impregnated her. So now there's a Palpatine Skywalker going to be born, and uh, what I are thought, they going to do? I thought you were going to say that, you know, since Kylo fell down that, that oh, shaft. Oh, he fell down a shaft. <laughs> he did fall down a shaft, yes. He'll be all right. thing is, he came back up from the shaft. We saw yeah. him. Yeah, because people don't die by falling down stuff. Yeah. Know? We've established that. No, but then there'll be a little baby Skywalker Palpatine. Oh, God damn it. I'm not saying it will happen, because like, unlike in the past, there are a- other avenues that they can go now. Uh-huh. They're doing other movies, TV shows, and whatnot. It was this- but you can't totally say this is the end end. That is true. There was this great meme that made me giggle. It was, uh, do you remember Man of Steel? Uh, Zack Snyder's Superman yes. film. And do you remember the interrogation of Superman where Lois is like, there's an S on your chest, what does it stand for? And he's like, yeah, hope. Yeah. Well, uh, the meme was, she goes, what does the S stand for? And then the next pa- panel of the meme is the shot of him talking, and it's he said, it's uh, <laughs> that last shot of the Rise of Skywalker with... <laughs> Uh, the force ghosts of Leia and Luke, mm-hmm. and in the caption it just says Skywalker. <laughs> that's what the S stands for. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty good. <laughs> uh, good. I've times. seen worse. I have seen worse. But anyway, uh, tonight is sort of like the official start of the year for HBO, I guess, if you want to call it that. Like the show, some some shows are coming back. Mm-hmm. Curb Your Enthusiasm starts its tenth uh, season, and Avenue Five starts tonight. the The pilot play is going to air tonight. Uh, but the reason why I bring HBO up is it's official that Watchmen, as of right now, is over. Like there was rumors I'm that there okay might be that. a second season. I liked it, and I'm okay with it. That I. I am. Yeah, uh, me too. I mean, I always thought, you know, I kind of wondered, are they going to do a second one? Because they never refer to it as the series finale. They always yeah. refer to it as the season finale. So I was like, oh, I don't know where they're going to take it next. But they did a pretty good job in the first season. Mm-hmm. Let's see where, where else they take the story. But uh, the creator pretty much said, I got no ideas. I'm I'm done. I told HBO I'm not doing any more unless I have an idea. That's why I, I think, like, Seinfeld was remembered fondly because they just went out on top. The network was like begging them uh-huh. to come back for more. Yeah. Or uh, Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, nah, I did enough of this. We did a final season and we're done. Yeah. Everything led up to this and that that's that. Maybe I'll do a spinoff about the lawyer, but, <laughs> <laughs> but as far as this, no, nah, I'm done. And then they make a Netflix movie about that or something. Yeah, I heard uh, El Camino or something. Yeah, I never actually saw that. Yeah, I never saw Breaking Bad. A lot of people are like, oh, Breaking Bad's a good show. You should watch it. I'm like, I get it. You just explain that there's just too much shit on, and if you have to live your life, you only have X amount of time for shows. I don't know. I'm, I'm weird with shows. Like, I just... And, and, you know, the whole binging culture is... uh. Like, I've become obsessive when it comes to shows now, too, especially shows that have seasons already in the books. So I, I feel like I have to catch up or, or watch everything as soon as as quickly as I can. So I end up becoming a hermit and just watching as many episodes as I can, just consuming it all. Like, oh, I got to get it all in, got to get it all in. And then once you tell somebody that you're watching a show and they're fans of that show, they're going to start being like, oh, 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 wait till you get to this episode. This episode's so fucked up. Like, yeah, I'll get there. 
And then that adds even more pressure. It's like, shit, I got to get to this episode. I'm only five episodes away. So if I don't get any sleep tonight or tomorrow, I'll probably get there. See, I also get the opposite end, though. Or they'll have a show that's like one season, but it's like not a self-contained story. It just goes on. Uh-huh. And then it ends, and I'm like, what the fuck? Why isn't there a second one? Do you- I like that. Um, did you ever see Idiot Abroad? No. Oh, yeah. It's basically Ricky Gervais sending this English guy out to fucked up situations and he just bitches the whole time and Ricky laughs at him and Sounds it's simple right. but it is funny so we're a couple of weeks late but what do you think of the Golden Globe thing and everybody's like oh Ricky's like oh he really told him and da 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 like my take was just, it's his fifth time doing it. They know what they're doing. Yeah, right. It's not. Well, let me start off by saying something extremely unpopular, and that's I find Ricky Gervais not funny. I don't think he's funny. That's fine. But I, I did find that opening monologue pretty hilarious. Um, well, it's not like I thought you were pro Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> I think my favorite line though is when he called James Corden a, a fat pussy. <laughs> uh, that was good stuff. But yeah, I mean, uh, somebody had said, you know, he he makes all those jokes, but he's really making fun of himself because he's part of that culture. I mean, I don't follow the guy enough to agree or disagree. No, neither do I. Except for that one show where he kept sending English dude out. <laughs> but uh, I just—it was like his fifth time doing it. It can't be that shocking or surprising. Yeah, you, you kind of know what you're gonna get with that guy, you know. And well, uh, that's what they wanted. And now they're doing all these award shows without hosts and. You know, do you really need a host? Do you really need these award shows? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, we're going to take it to, to the next step. I mean, the Oscars, the nominations for the Oscars came out. and I mean, have you followed any of that stuff? No. I know a lot of people are complaining that no women got nominated for Best Director. No. Oh, I did. He see a thing about uh, the director of that little woman she was like pissed i think she should have got nominated did you see little women i did was it really that good yeah it was really good i enjoyed it very much you know it's like the thousandth time they've done little women in some form or another yeah that's what i've heard yeah but i i, I really enjoyed that of no, course Counterpoint my own argument. <laughs> not, I mean, because I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it for how sure. How many times have they done a Star Is Born? Yeah, and that wins something all the time. <laughs> I did see uh, 1917. Oh, I wanted to ask you about that because I, I want to see that. And I and I agree with all the awards that it's been nominated for. Like it, it was pretty damn good. It looks really good. Like at first, and unfortunately, I was, the worst thing that ever was said. It was my wife said, "I want to see that too." <laughs> God damn it! Which I don't mind. I like going out with her. I mean, I, I did marry her. Yeah, but now, but, but what it is is it's when she kids. wants to see it or this or that and. We have to wait for this day, and the stars yep. got to line, and this and that. And yep, yep. Next like, thing you know, it's like, well, fuck, we'll just watch it on on demand. <laughs> At first, I didn't have any interest in that movie when I, f- I first seen the trailers. It wasn't until I started watching the behind-the-scenes stuff and actually finding out about the way it was shot and edited and stuff like that once it got into the technical details of it that i was like okay you have my interest and then i went and i saw it and i was just blown away it's really good 
I, I well, one, the movie does look really good. Uh, one day I will see it. Mm-hmm. I don't know when, but uh, it's not that I'm a huge war movie fan. Me neither. But I do like the first World War movies more than other things. I think because that is the one that truly fascinates me. Uh huh. Because it wasn't just that the Europeans started fighting. They, like, sucked in all their allies and this and that from India to Africa to South America. And it it blew my mind that an Austro-Hungarian duke gets shot by one of his own citizens, right? Okay. Somehow, nations from every continent on Earth besides Antarctica end up fighting. That was my point. You can quit playing with your wine. <laughs> Trying to make it not so strong when I drink it. It's not that strong. For me, it is. <clears throat> no, I mean, isn't it kind of like the Civil War? You saw the signs leading up to it. Yeah. Nostra Hungarian Duke gets assassinated by one of his own citizens. Somehow we're fighting the Germans. Mm-hmm. How the fuck does that happen? I don't remember. History. I know that there are little alliances <laughs> and this and that and whatnot. And, and part of why we went with the whole, after both world wars, with the whole United Nations and then the forming of NATO. Uh-huh. Yeah, some of that was because of the Russians. But still, it, it was more or less, we got to talk shit out. Yeah, We can't let that happen again. I know it kind of looks like in the world that we're letting it happen again, which is scary, but it is fascinating. Yeah, I mean, going back to the movie, I mean, it was... I know, it's not about all that. It's about the brother trying to... Well, I'm saying it, it was just pretty fascinating how they had to deliver a message to save their troops, you know? And to think, you know, in this day and age, all you have to do is either radio or send an email or do something like that. Like, back then, you literally had to walk however many miles it was if you wanted to get an important message over there. Undetected, that is. Because, I mean, they could fly. They have some ways of... Communicating faster, but yeah, I mean they had planes, but you know, the odds of getting the plane there safely would pro- was probably low. So, best way to do it was probably by foot. So, I was always fascinated how they never shot their propellers off. The World War One planes, uh huh, because they shot in between the blades. They weren't above the blades. No. Some people try to rig guns around it that they could like pull a string and it made it shoot and stuff yeah. away. But uh, I guess what they went with was uh, there's a timer thing on it. And then some planes had like metal chunks around the thing too, just in case. Okay. To like fire and when like a sensor kind of when it would come up and you know, fire, fire, fire. Like I'm explaining it messed up, but I thought it was interesting. It is pretty interesting. To... Just. The technology back then, technology now, how far we've come. Yeah, but I mean, people found ways around what they needed to. It, we're not any brighter. <laughs> I mean, in some ways. And others were a lot dumber. See so what do you want about 1917? I don't see anybody going on about the Kardashians. Why does everyone go to the Kardashians for their dumb meter? You know what? You are right about that. I've actually never watched or seen anything with them. But it's just so many people hate on them. You get facts and figures like second and third hand. Yeah. I mean, they got to be doing something right if they're making all that money. 
Not really. A lot of people made a lot of money without doing the right thing. But still, you you got to be somewhat smart to not let somebody take advantage of you to take all your fucking money. It seems like that was the mom. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Somebody, Somebody's in charge of that operation. But then somebody's got to sell it, right? So that's that's where the kids come in. The mom's not going to sell it. She sold her daughter's porno. <laughs> I, uh, Allegedly. That's for, no, she, she did. I don't know. No, you can find out. Yes, yes, she did. I'm not going to Google it. I'm not going to Google... <laughs> Who sold Kim Kardashian's porno? I thought that was Ray J. He, he just wanted to get it out and be like, hey, everybody, check out my... Me getting down. Like the same guy that sold... Uh, you know, the Paris Hilton porn and everything. It's always the guy. Well, that was it. Uh, Kim Kardashian was Paris Hilton's, like, secretary or something. Yes. When that happened. So don't tell me, oh, oh no. Look what accidentally happened to me, too. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's always the guys that sell it. No. It was Mama Kardashian, Chris Jenner. That's who sold it. All right. Anyway, moving on. What else you got on your mind? Well, talked about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I still think there should have been more Luke. That's all I'm saying. No argument over here. I think everyone will um, agree more Luke's not a bad thing. Okay. You didn't see The Witcher, and I don't want to give too much away. Besides hunchback sex. <laughs> um, what do you think of Morbius? I, I'm i intrigued uh, that the fact it looks like it's taking place inside the MCU, sort of. That was my question. Like, what the fuck is going on with that? Yeah. Because Spider-Man is in the MCU. Yes. Vulture is in the MCU. Yes. They both somewhat appear in the trailer of Morbius, right? Well, are we sure that's what Michael Keaton is? Yeah. I think so. I mean... I think so, too, but we don't know now. I I don't think it's like a... Where... uh, What's it? The guy that played Thanos showing up in Deadpool as Cable, you know? I, I don't think it's one of those things. I think if Michael Keaton was playing a different character, they would have announced it. Or they, at least after the trailer was done, they'd be like, oh, by the way, he's not Vulture. He's somebody else. This is not in the MCU. My thing is, because I don't really know a lot about Morpheus, I... Like, I mean, he's some kind of vampire. I know that. Yeah. He's one of Spider-Man's enemies. Uh Uh-huh. Is this how they're setting up the new Blade? No, because this is Sony. Well, yeah, but apparently it's in the Marvel Universe, too. I say, let's just fuck it. Go for it. Yeah, but Sony owns the rights to all those characters. Well, that's an... They own the movie rights to all those characters. So ultimately, they can do whatever Wait, they, they want. They don't own, own the movie rights to Blade. They don't. But, I mean, Blade's a different... Well, yeah, but they got Spider-Man in there. I know, but Spider-Man is... You have yeah, to remember, the Ultra in there. Spider-Man is not a Disney Marvel character. He's a Sony Marvel character. Yeah. He's just on loan. <laughs> yeah, well, what's the Vulture story? Vulture is a Sony Marvel character. That was in a Disney Marvel movie. Well, technically it was a Sony Marvel movie. Sony Disney. Yeah. They're just trying to recoup their money. That's why they are mad that the Rise of Skywalker didn't make as much, because they're just going to buy Sony. I don't think Sony's... Not this year, but... I don't think Sony's for sale. I think Sony's doing okay. Yeah, well, they said Fox wasn't for sale either. Yeah, but did Fox really have any major franchises that they were 
uh, that was keeping them alive. I mean, you you look at Sony has. Yeah. What do they have? See, yeah, I'm trying to remember. See, you're trying to say it's so many, but now you can't think of one. Well, Sony's got a ton of stuff besides their uh, motion picture stuff. They have uh, video equipment. They have video games. They have Fox had Simpsons and Family Guy. Uh huh. All that. I don't know. I still don't see Sony selling. I was more or less making a joke, Dennis. But I know, but I, I, I was like, eh, you never know. I, I'm not saying they I, will. I'm just saying you never know. I'm not saying it's. I agree. It's I'm never going to the say they're not going to go back to more Skywalker films. But <laughs> again, you know, Ray touched uh, Kylo touched Ray's belly. They had that connection. <laughs> he transferred his essence. You mean his come into her? I'm just saying. They had Darth Vader born from immaculate conception. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a that's a dark side thing. You can't have a he light He wasn't side dark side guy. then. Yeah, he was a light side guy. He when he was born he wasn't dark side. Who? Darth Vader. He Correct. Was Anakin. Correct. But it was still the force gave birth to him. I know, but that's a dark side power to No, but he wasn't dark side. I think we're talking about two different things. I'm saying the like you know how force lightning is a dark side power? Putting a baby into some into a woman's belly without banging her is a dark I'm saying it out loud kinda of sounds kinda of weird. Is a dark side power in the Star Wars lore. So you're saying Palpatine didn't ever got with anyone? I mean, apparently he did if he's got a kid. Well, you just said putting a baby in somebody's a dark side thing. Yeah, but you said Anakin. When he was born, Shmi Skywalker. Yes. Did not have a dad. Correct. Like, like, there was no husband. For all intents and purposes, like, same birth as Jesus. Correct. But in the comics... Which is considered canon, or the books? I can't remember. It was Palpatine that put the baby in her, but not in the fun way, in the dark side way. Well, you know who else was dark side? Kylo Ren. Yeah, but then he was good. He's not like, oh, I'm going to be bad for a second. No, he was in between. They weren't light or dark. Yeah, that that's kind of what they came up with with that. Can you imagine the shitstorm if the next Star Wars was, oh, by the way, Ray's pregnant, <laughs> and she didn't consent to the pregnancy. <laughs> Kylo <sighs> took away her right to choose. No, seriously. Think about it. They're not going to do that. If they think they can make money doing it, they'll do it. I don't think Remember, so. Remember, things go in cycles. 15 years from now. 15 years. It could be. <laughs> when, when Ray is like 45, there was no father. I'm just saying. Decade from and, now. And Kylo Ren's 70 because he's like, what, 30 years old? He's going cycles. Decade from now, it could be back to women need to know their place. <laughs> I'm serious. What? These things go in cycles. Uh, they do. How, how are you the married one on the show? I didn't say that that was real any more than I'm saying. It goes back and forth. It's things change. The zeitgeist changes. The worm turns. You can't say I talk over you all the time. <laughs> and then when I stop to let you get an opinion in or a comment, and you just stare at me. Yeah, but then when I start talking, you start interrupting. So I have nothing to say. 
I'm just going to let you to continue to dig your own grave. It's not. It's the way it goes. Yes. Look at how the 70s were. And the 60s. And then look at how the 80s were. Uh-huh. With the rise of Ronald Reagan. These things go back and the forth. The rise of Ronald Reagan. <laughs> the Star one Wars true. episodes. <laughs> the one true. The rise seven. of Reagan. <laughs> no, but for we real. We have it goes a back Star and forth. Wars. It goes back and forth. It was Reagan that started off Star Wars, right? No, that was George Lucas. No, I'm uh, saying the. Uh, I know, we're going to shoot down the missiles. Yeah. Hey, we want to call it Star Wars. Yes. Give in to the hate. Cut social security and welfare. Yes. <laughs> Unlimited funds. Unlimited pilot campaign contributions. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. You mean at one point you did? No. No. I mean, yeah, totally. I totally knew. That's all I meant. I know. Besides, no one says Ray could have had a space abortion. So you're giving Ray the right to choose? What is this, Sophie's Choice, Episode 7? That's <laughs> not 10? what Sophie's Choice was about. Uh, what? Sophie's Choice was about a Nazi telling Meryl Streep, I'm going to kill one of your kids. Which one? Oh. Uh, and if you had watched the Golden Globes intro like you said you did, you'd have realized Ricky Gervais actually brought that up. Uh, yeah. They're going to make another one. Gonna, oh, yeah, yeah. He's going to go, part. well, I guess this time it's going to have to be this one, huh? <laughs> Uh, bravo, bravo. That's the movie Disney's going to make. Ray- I don't think Disney's going to make the rise of Reagan. Ray Caesar, gynecologist, gets birth control, finds out she's pregnant, and has to make a decision about the false. That's It'll the be synopsis. the robot from the Revenge of the Sith. Oh, the one, the one that pokes? No, no the, the one that's like, your vital signs are good, but <laughs> losing the will to give birth. She is perfectly healthy, but unfortunately, she has given up the will to live. I don't know why. My scans indicate that you're perfectly healthy. How do you feel? Second worst death in the Star Wars arc. Second worst? Yeah. First one is the Sarlacc. Third worst death. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. It's actually the worst death. Uh, It'd be that. No. You see why if I can get out, I'm just taking it and walking. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, okay, so definitely not seeing more crossover between Sony and Disney. I think it's more up to Disney than it is to Sony. Because clearly Disney wants Spider-Man back. And Sony's like, uh-uh, we got our one... Oh, I just thought of a franchise that Sony has. 007. James Bond. Meh. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, what do you think about that they said there'll never be a female James Bond? I agree with it. I don't care if it's sexist. Mm-hmm. You can ha- I mean, we've had this discussion on the show. You can have a female 007. You can't have a female James Bond. You can't have a Jane Bond. It doesn't work. Like, if you're going to do a female thrill uh, spy movie, why do you have to call it 007 or uh, Jane Bond or Bond or whatever? Like, why do you have to make it into in that world? Why can't you create a new franchise, a new sort of... Well, that's like saying, why does Gwen Stacy have to be bit by the spider? Why can't you just have your own superhero with the female? Mm-hmm. Why does Miles Morales have to be Spider-Man? Why can't you just have a black superhero? Mm-hmm. 
Is that kind of in the same vein? Sort of, yeah. I mean, it's all valid. So you're a racist as well as sexist. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, why do they have to be... Like, we've always known... It's not like the 007 name has been given to other people throughout the years. Like, it would be different if it was passed on to different uh, agents as it went on. It was always James Bond, Agent 007. Yeah. Whereas... Would you be okay with a Jane Bond, Agent 008? Nah. Okay, still sexist. Right, I mean, we'll I would I would still watch it. I wouldn't be like, oh, this thing sucks. I I'm gonna boycott it. It's uh you know, I I'm I'm totally in the bag for those types of movies. I just I think you're kinda setting yourself up for the hatred. It's like why are you pigeonholing it into this franchise when you can easily create a new franchise. Like, when we talked about Charlie's Angels, right? Yeah. If the, the remake with, with uh, Kristen Stewart and uh, Elizabeth Banks and all the other girls. Jasmine. Yeah. Uh, if he had just made that movie and called it something else, it probably would have done better than calling it Charlie's Angels because it did nothing to live up to the original Charlie's Angels in any way, shape, or form. It was just three women who happened to be spies. And they're like, oh, what, what what IP do we own that we can call this? Charlie's Angels. Well, that's just where we are. Nobody wants to take chances. It's all, not that it wasn't corporate driven, but like directors and writers used to have a lot more freedom with what they did. It's just where we are with the business. I still kind of like the music business used to be way better because artists could actually be more just on their own with art and what they wanted to do. I don't know if I agree with that. I think there's more original music. There's more original movies. There's more original art okay, hold being on. released. Well, let's just keep it with music. Why does everything sound the same then? I think that's if what... you look hard enough. Mm-hmm. You can find things, but not on the radio. I don't think most people listen to the radio anymore, though. I Everybody in a people, car listens to a radio. I don't think people listen to radio stations. I think people listen to now they I use. Heart radio says different. I think people use Spotify and Pandora. Which, and again, YouTube. is still the same thing where. So much of it just is pushed through. At you're listening to what they're telling you you want to listen to, not what you want to listen to. And it's beyond that. It's beyond where there's just a set pattern that they want artists to follow where everything just sounds the same. I completely disagree. Every genre. Are there, like, there are tons of songs that I've found on my own that I haven't heard on the radio, ever. Yeah, I'm saying you can find it if you look. Yeah. But it's not pushed. Well, I mean, whose fault is that? I mean, is it the radio stations, or is it the... uh, The entire music industry sold out in the 80s. mm Mm-hmm. That's what happened. I mean, you kind of... It's We're like, jumping around because it's hard to say just as culture as a whole is like this. Well, let me. But look, let's let's just take one genre right now: country. You don't usually hear that on your pop stations or the ones that are the quote unquote. Okay, let me let me right? put it back. That's because it's not country when they play it on there. It's just a different form of pop. Their packaging has country. Uh-huh. That's not real country. Okay, but there are country stations. Yes, that are becoming more pop. Mm -hmm. And why is that? Just like people say that about um, good old-fashioned arena rocks falling off to the side. No, it just became more country. And now country is becoming pop. 
It's like that because all the record labels, everyone in the business wants to sell to girls, teenage girls. When was the last time you heard a new song that you liked? Do you actively look for new songs? Yes, I do. Like, when do you See, hear... because what it is, is here's what happens, though. Um, like, there are songs I like that I've heard, but they kind of remind me of other songs. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of hard to say, oh, this is brand new and blah, blah, blah. I'm just wondering at, like, how, how original not- do you think people can be at this point? Like... We've been making songs for how long and at a rate that shouldn't... Like, there's a new song oh, no, that's, every... That's a legit point. And you do hear about artists trying that, and it never works. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I remember, um, I think it was, he was on Howard Stern, I think Trent Randisner was, mm-hmm. talking about... This is in the 90s when I, David Bowie had another hit. Yeah, and his label and everybody was like pushing to like for the whole album, make it like this. You're gonna be back up on top. Yeah, you'll be like it's throughout the '70s, '80s, and '90s. It'll be great. And he's like, no, I'm going in a different direction, one that's never been gone down before. And as a result, the only song from his album anybody knew was that "I'm Afraid of Americans." Okay, it's uh when John Lennon and Yoko Ono were like. Uh, music stale. We're gonna change it, and their thing was to like fart in a microphone for twenty minutes, and that bomb too. <laughs> so it is. No, I, I mean it. Like you have a good point. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Well, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't David Bowie's last album before he died wasn't it like a jazz album or something? No. It, <sighs> It was like something. something Bowie's hard to put in one category of music. Period. I know, but he never. It was followed. So no, he didn't. And yeah, it was Black Star. It was a, it was a pretty good album. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm talking about in the '90s. But like just that, I remember that interview. It, so I, I get what you're saying about. There's only so many ways. You can play anything and have it sound pleasing mm-hmm. before you get into an area where, well, people just don't want to listen. And you got to think about all the other types of music that we haven't listened to. Like I, I'll listen to anything if it sounds good. Have you listened to Indian music, <laughs> like Bollywood and stuff like that? Yes and no. Well, I'm I, not going to be like I'm extensively into it, but I, I, I yeah I'll look at that from time to time. Um, one I, of the first songs we ever played was uh, "Baby Metal." Yeah, and you looked at me like oh, there's something wrong with me. I know there's, yeah, I. If you look for these things, I think there you can find some good stuff. But I remember like uh, we went, me and a few coworkers went to lunch, and we were in the dude's car, and he's like in his 60s, and. Uh, he had some weird freaking music, and he kept saying it was his wife's music. But the song that was playing, I'll never forget it. It sounded like some kind of rainforest music, and the person that was singing it sounded like a like a five year old leaving a voicemail for a family member. It was just like. And I was like, what the fuck is this shit? And he kept saying, it's my wife's music. You can change it if you want. I'm like, I don't want to change it. I'm captivated by what the fuck is this? Is that a five-year-old? No, he's like, it's an adult woman. I'm like, that's an adult woman? (laughs) But it's just, I guess the... the the problem is, is the radio stations because they're trying to make money, right? So because well, they, they have to get they're all owned by like three corporations. They, they own have them all. to get the most listeners that they can, so they can charge more for advertising, so they can make more money. Whereas that's part of the problem. They used to be independent. Yeah, and like they you said, be, now they're only owned we by three. That, the last time we did this, I think I brought up Old Town Road. Uh-huh. Some guy on like one hundred and nine, the shit kicker, 
I was like, this is cool. I'm putting it on. Yeah. People don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. That took off from that. That used to be like the whole industry. And that was, I mean, to me, it's somewhat of a different type of song. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of dig it to an extent. Like, I don't hear it that often anymore because it's just like well, no, you well, can only also, take it so much. Yeah. And you're not really hearing it that much <laughs> yeah. anymore. When it makes it to that kids bop thing where there's kids <laughs> singing, and you know that it's like an old song. But I'm just saying it used to be like that. Yeah. When you have, eh. well, that's why I like Spotify because you know I could just go in and I can start choosing the artists and the songs that I want to listen to, and then every once in a while I'll start recommending stuff. And I do find certain things every once in a while. Like there's certain playlists for if you're studying or if you're having dinner or if you want to relax. And there are some gems in there. And then some other ones are like, I don't want to listen to this shit. This doesn't make any sense to me. I was driving with the kids and I like uh, put on Miles Davis, a bitch's brew. Uh And like the 10 year old was just like floored. Like, look at him like, when do you listen to this? <laughs> I'm like, I was listening to this before you were born. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, do you oh. think like like movie directors are sort of Well, yeah, okay, we were going on about music, but I think it's the same thing where not entirely. Like, and, and there are certain things. If you're putting up X many hundred million dollars. You're, you're going to want to say in how things go. I do get that. What I was going to say it, is like, do you think, uh, like, let's take a horror director. We're going to talk about Dr. Strange now. I wasn't going to bring up that necessarily, but if you want to, we can bring yeah. like he, he can't, that, that director came from horror and then he did Dr. Strange and it made a t- shit ton of money. And then, they went into Doctor Strange two, and they said there's going to be like, a first I'm make a horror, movie. horror movie, and then now he's gone. Kevin Feige, he's like, no, it's not because of creative differences. Well, Kevin Feige was the one that said it was a horror film. It was the first horror film, and so, um, do you think directors get pigeonholed into these uh, genres like they can only direct certain types of, of films? Of course. So do actors. Oh well, yeah, I mean that goes without saying, but I mean like James Wan came from horror, but look at all the stuff he's done. Like he's very versatile. Like he did Aquaman and, and stuff like that and all this stuff. like he's freaking phenomenal. Yeah, Aquaman was pretty good. So what's the difference between James Wan? You can't do it like that. It's kinda like It'll snow in, like, D.C. or, like, how it'll even snow somewhere in the south one time. And you'll have, like, this super conservative guy going, where's the climate change now, huh? Uh Uh-huh. And and you got to go, well, climate and weather aren't the same thing. Mm -hmm. You can't look at one individual instance and make a claim. You can't look at one director or one story about that. You got to look at the whole bigger picture. And it is moving to where directors have less say in what they're doing in their own films. In general, not all. And there are some that are big enough to do what they want. I mean, Quentin Tarantino was like, I'm not changing the thing about Bruce Lee. Fuck China. I also think he's also his budgets are so low he can do that. You know, if you're doing an indie the Tyler film, Perry thing. Huh? Yeah, I mean you have a little bit more leeway whereas like you said earlier, if you're doing a Marvel film and they're spending upwards between 150 to 250 million dollars, uh yeah, you better show us what you're going to fucking do if you're going to spend all of our goddamn money. You know, we want to make sure that we're going to make that plus, you know, 
a little bit more on profit alone. That's why they consider the last Star Wars a failure, even though it's going to make a billion dollars. Yeah. Well, that's actually why horror is, they've shown it's like the highest profit margin. Yeah. Of types of movies you can make. Because, here, throw this sack on your face and pick up the knife. (laughs) Like those paranormal activity movies. It's basically just some guy throwing furniture around. Pretty much. But I didn't see them all, but from the ones I saw, that's that's yeah. And I think what, they made those for dirt cheap, like forty grand or a hundred grand or something like that, and ended up making millions upon millions of dollars. But I think fundamentally, the issue is it all goes back to money, just like sports. You know, You're paying all these guys millions upon millions of dollars, and then it's just it gets messy when you are dealing with yes, that it does. large amount of money. I always thought, like, with the paranormal ones, because they always show, like, something moving, this and that. Uh-huh. I know they won't do it, and I know there's something wrong with me. But, but wouldn't it have been funny, just for one of those little playback things, I've had somebody sleeping on the couch, like, had a demon appear and, like, just fart on his face. In a serious? <laughs> just out of nowhere, and then go back to the serious movie again. <laughs> huh? Uh, sure. <laughs> I'm sure that would work. Oh, you can't have any comedy now? That's uh, kind of a bipolar Pleasure movie you got there. Because there's comedy as well as terror. Are, are you are you writing the next scary movie or the next paranormal activity? Neither. Oh. Well, why can't they be the same? <laughs> well? I, 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 I think it just can't. Gosh. Why? That doesn't make money. Nobody's going to go see that. that. If nobody's done it, you don't know. Oh, they're going to be like, oh, my God, this is so scary. Oh, my God, what's that demon going to do? What? Yeah. Did he just fart? You're smiling talking about it. No, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, I went to Epcot yesterday, and I went to go see the new Canada film. Yeah. And there was this part where there was a lot of noise, and then it got super quiet for like a quick second, and then there was noise again. And during that part where it got super quiet, somebody farted really loud. I felt bad for that guy because he was like, oh, it's okay. We're in a loud area. It's probably just going to be. This is really loud. Uh, This is probably going to be really loud the entire time. It'll be fine. I can just fart right now. And then it got quiet. Why would you feel bad for him if he's farting in a crowded place? <laughs> because I was in that crowded place. It was you, wasn't it? It was not it was me. You. It was you. It was not me. It was you. No. You're I, the ignorant bastard. There's probably a little kid behind you, too, wasn't there? No, I was not the fartar. You hesitated. There was a little kid behind you. <laughs> I did not smelt it. I did not dealt it. I right did in not the little su- kid's face. I did not... De- I may I may be denying it, but I did not supply it. Yeah. And then uh, this dude and his family got the fuck out of there afterwards, so I'm pretty sure it was that guy. Or, you know, yeah, I got to wash your fart off his little kid's <laughs> face. One or the other. Felt bad, too, for the cast members, because there was this drunk guy, and he was like, hey, would it be stereotypical of me if I was, like, saying A at the end of everything? At the end of Witch's Brew? Oh, no. This song is like 30 minutes long. What the fuck? What? Witch's Brew. Bitch's Brew. Bitch's Brew, yeah. And, and anyway, why? I thought we were done. I thought you were playing us off. I was. Talking about farts. I'm like, okay, finally. Dennis is the one talking about some just stupid like, shit on the way out. Where's this song going? I'm just like hearing a bunch of fucking cats fuck or something. I don't know what it was. Yeah, that explains why you like today's music. <laughs> right there. You don't need to say anything else. This has been two guys drinking chocolate wine. Oh, okay. It's coming back. Anyway, I think that's going to do it for this week's yeah. episode of Two Guys Drinking Chocolate Wine. 
<laughs> Chocolate. Why was it keeping it in my fridge? It was gonna sit there forever. Yeah. Make sure you, you tell your <laughs> wife so she can give me a thank you. Chocolate wine. Screen discourse. As always, we want to thank Screen Discourse for providing the hosting for our podcast. Make sure to check out ScreenDiscourse.com or Facebook.com slash ScreenDiscourse, I believe. And we're on Twitter at Screen screen Discourse. Uh, Moving up in the world. Yeah, yeah. Getting all them Seychelles out. Guess that's going to be. YouTube's next, right? (laughs) Moving on up. Uh, I guess that's it for this week. Thanks for listening to you guys. Drink. Try the wine. <laughs> Good night, y'all. Good night.